Hi, I'm Cindy Shaw with the Better Brain Academy, and you are listening to Cut to the Chase podcast. Stepping out beyond boundaries takes courage and the ability to dream. We are excited to share our new audio podcast called Cut to the Chase. The structure of this podcast embodies open dialogue with friends, family, and professional colleagues talking about things that impact our ability to thrive. We hope that you will join our unscripted, unbridled podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cut to the Chase, episode 106, entitled Mindset. Yes, I said Mindset. And so for those of us that are out there listening, there's been so much talk out there online about mindset, about anxiety, about depression, about burnout, about performance. But what I found out and what we will find out today as we speak with our featured guests is that all of this is connected back to something that we literally control. It is probably the most important thing in our body. And so I have a quote here that basically says, once your mindset changes, everything outside will change along with it. So today I've brought on a very, very special featured guest. She's opened up my eyes to some things that were so unique in our discussion that I had no idea about. And I'm just blessed to have her on our program today. So today our featured guest, she is a brain health coach a mental performance trainer, and the founder of Better Brain Academy. She helps people improve their lives by blending leading-edge neuroscience, brain health, and self-improvement strategies that help individuals naturally overcome mental health disorders, supercharge their energy, and the focus to gain an optimum portrait of their well-being. As someone who has suffered from anxiety, depression, and debilitating brain fog, fog, she knows that when your brain is not working right, it is much harder to have the kind of mindset you need to achieve not only your goals, but your dreams. That is why she started Headways to teach how to optimize the healthy aspects of your brain and your mindset and create new brain paths that makes it easier to take control of your mental health and state of mind. As a certified brain and health coach, a neural performance trainer, she offers a unique holistic approach to transforming your lives. Now, her story was something that really grab my heart. And certainly, I expect that my listeners will feel the same way. And without further ado, I'd like to introduce Miss Cindy Shaw to the program. Do you have any opening remarks? 
Well, first off, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be sharing this information with your listeners, and hopefully there'll be some great takeaways that everyone can use to think about their own mental health in a new way. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Cindy. We're uh, we're certainly delighted to to have you on board. Um, you know, there's so much misconception of information that is out there right now. It seems like everybody's focused in on all of these buzzwords that I kind of mentioned up front. But you know, as we jump into our discussion here, the focus that you shared with me earlier on is. One of the most important organs in our body is our brain. And when that's not working right, you tend to have yourself pretty much in a fog, just like just like we stated earlier. And so the attributes of what you discovered early on in neural performance training and neuroscience about the brain Help us understand how did you get to that point? What was the transformation or the transitional phase that led you to that? Because there were things going on in your life that you were not completely happy with. Explain that to us. Sure. So I actually started my personal development journey when I was quite young. I was 16 years old. I was studying self-help. I went on to train, take training with Tony Robbins. And by the time I was 22, I studied what he studied, which was called neuro-linguistic programming. And it was all about how to change your thinking to change your life. And, you know, it served me in a great way. It definitely helped with my mindset. However, I struggled with seasonal affective disorder. And so every February, I would literally come home from work and I'd spend the whole month crying and then it would lift. And I really never thought twice about it. I just, you know, continued living. Then I had two daughters within a year of each other. They're 11 and a half months apart and my hormones just went crazy. At that point, Mm -hmm. I realized now that I developed postpartum uh, depression and you know, I went to the doctors and the first thing they did was put me on medication. And I'm grateful for the medication that I was put on because it literally saved me. However, Mm -hmm. you know, forward 10 years past that point, um, we, my husband and I had a business, it was extremely stressful. And I started to notice that my memory just wasn't as good as it used to be. But Mm -hmm. It was getting worse and worse and worse to the point where before I was 40, I was so concerned. I went and I got a brain scan done and had my DNA analyzed because I was pretty certain that I had early onset Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. And I was frightened because I could not even remember by lunchtime if I ate breakfast. So... You know, it was detrimental to my business, to my life, to my relationships. Now, at the same time, my youngest daughter was experiencing bad anxiety. She was going to be going into high school, and I was concerned for her mental well-being because she would get so stressed out before tests and exams. So we took her Mm -hmm. to get tested, and it came back that she had ADHD and anxiety. So when we took her to the pediatrician, the first thing they did was put her on medication. However, she started to have really bad side effects to it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so, you know, what ended up happening for her was she just was finding that her attention was really poor. Her appetite was then decreased because of the medication. And I wasn't able to help her. I used to teach mindset training for years. And no matter what mm -hmm. I would say, it would make no difference in her thinking. And so I found that incredibly frustrating as well. So around that time, I started to learn about the brain and how it affects our thinking. And that made all the difference. I was able to make the changes in our diet, supplements, lifestyle that not only got my memory back, but also helped her with her ADHD and her anxiety. And she literally mm -hmm. became a different person. Like, within weeks, she was happy, she was able to focus, she no longer um, had that negative thinking spiral that she just couldn't get out of. And that's when I realized that mindset is just one component. It's actually mm -hmm. how our brain is functioning that really then determines our mindset and how we think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We thank you for sharing that with us, um, Cindy. Uh, we know that that was a difficult time in your life. Uh, not only were you feeling um, helpless and 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 not having the ability as a parent to be able to help your own daughter, uh, must have been a very difficult and and stressful and emotional time. And our and our heart definitely goes out to to you during that particular time. And, and, and of course, now we understand that things are a lot better. Um, the thing that you describe with the, the fact that your brain is the most important organ, a lot of people will say, hey, you know, my heart is the most important aspect of organ. But, you know, I think it's, 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 it's essential that we kind of lay out the track and basically say that, you know, the best way to describe the importance of of the brain is the fact that it is pretty much your microprocessor of your body and exactly. what you discovered right right and what you discovered with dr um daniel um ackman or or airman um amen. something amen amen correct thank you for correcting me was something that really kind of shaped the course and direction, not only for the betterment of the improvement of the quality of your life, but how you have been able to help others. And so can you kind of walk us through, um, you know, this, this process with, um, Dr. Amen, and what does that really consist of when we say, you know, the 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 scan of the brain, and what what are we looking for as as that scan uh, is 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 occurred or or ongoing? Should I say? Sure. So, Dr. Daniel Amen has been in practice for over 30 some years and he has the largest database of brain scans but it's a specific kind of brain scan called SPECT and what a SPECT scan that mm -hmm. does that is very different than say an MRI or a CT scan is that a SPECT scan actually sees the activity and blood flow in a person's brain and so after 30 years of practice and 160,000 scans he noticed certain patterns in people's brains so for instance, there's five 
major systems in the brain that are related to your thoughts, actions, and the way you interact and your choices and decisions. And so we found that when there was either too much activity in that part of the brain or too little activity in that part of the brain, it affected how people thought and acted. And so Mm -hmm. he came to the conclusion that when these systems are out of balance, it affects how we think, feel, and act. So I took my training through him. And then what I do is a process that doesn't involve a scan. Um, He's got nine clinics across the U.S. However, not everyone Mm -hmm. can go and get a scan done. So I use his same process to help identify the five major systems that may be out of balance or um, overactive or underactive. And then I work with my Mm -hmm. clients on how to specifically balance each one. So would it be okay if I just touched on what the five major systems are? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Please do continue. Sure. So in my daughter's case, she had these negative thinking loops. And like I said, no matter what I tried to do to get her to shift her thinking, her brain would not allow her. And that was because a specific part of her brain called the anterior singlet gyrus was unbalanced. And it can result in inflexibility and getting stuck on negative thoughts and behaviors. So people with eating disorders, Mm -hmm. OCD, um, or just negative looping thoughts tend to have an unbalanced anterior singlet gyrus. Now there's another mm-hmm. part of the brain called the basal ganglia, and that sets the, the body's idle. So when it's unbalanced, it can result in anxiety disorders, nervousness, sleep issues. And a lot of people, when their basal ganglia is not functioning properly, they often self-medicate when they're stressed. So that was another part of her brain that was unbalanced because she had anxiety. Now, we also Mm -hmm. have the deep limbic system, and that's our brain's emotional center that helps regulate how we feel. Now, when it's unbalanced, it can lead to depression, negativity, poor motivation, and sleep and appetite issues. Then you have your temporal lobes, which is your brain's memory manager, interpreter of experiences. And when it's unbalanced, it can lead to moodiness, anger, irritability, and trouble finding words. And that was the part of my Mm -hmm. brain that was not getting enough blood flow because I could not remember things. It really affected my memory. And then we have finally the prefrontal cortex. And this is the smart part of our brain. It's like the brain's CEO. And when it's underactive, it can result in impulsivity, short attention span, poor judgment, taking risky behaviors, procrastination, and ADHD. So Mm -hmm. this is also the part of our brain that's not fully formed till we are 25 years old. And that's why if you have kids, and especially teenagers, they can do some really dumb things. And it's because their prefrontal cortex has not fully formed until, you know, their mid-20s. So when any of these systems, and all of these systems can be out of balance at once, or you can have just one predominant system that's out of balance, it affects then how we like I said, think, feel, and interact with others and the choices that we make. So as much as we think Mm -hmm. that it's mindset that controls us, it's actually our brain health that determines, you know, how we are in the world. Right, right. Well, we thank you for for sharing all of those uh, 
great, insightful, and most important pieces of information. Um, you know, as I shared with you uh, during our discovery call, <clears throat> you know, my daughter also dealt with the ADHD and all of these different things. And we talked about during that time the the aspect of how society at this point just quickly tries to diagnose, um, you know, an individual and put them on some type of medication, but medication might not necessarily be the, the be all fix that is really needed. And so when you introduce the spec scan to me, it was rather intriguing. And now we're on a course, of course, now my daughter has, has been, you know, on kind of this medication for, for anxiety and so forth so on. But we're on this course now to really see about getting her a scan and being able to find out what's really going on behind, you know, all of the things that, you know, we have realized that that hasn't been quite uh, right or that we know we need to come up with a better resolution than just, you know, popping, you know, some type of antidepressant or ADHD medication every single day. And so I appreciate you for for sharing that um, that insight and that information uh, with me, because I think it's very important for all of us nowadays to realize that when we do uh, find that these type of circumstances happen in our lives, and, you know, we're all looking for the right resolution. It may not necessarily be the right resolution to to consider, um, you know, taking some forms of medication. Now, I'm not a doctor, but certainly, you know, in the aspect of making sure that your body is working right and everything is functioning the way that it should, uh, then it's most imperative for us to exercise all of our options and ensure that uh, we're doing the right things to improve the overall quality of our lives. And and I think this is uh, this is actually phenomenal because, you know, to have this type of technology be on the cutting edge of, of really helping us truly figure out why do we do some of the things that we do, um, it, it brings forth a lot of curiosity, you know, and, uh, you know, certainly these facts and information that you've shared with us um, in most cases, unless you go look for it, I mean, it's not really publicly known. And uh, again, you know, we, we appreciate you sharing that with us. And so yeah. at this point, go ahead, go ahead, Cindy. Oh, I was going to say, you know, unfortunately, we live in a society where there's a pill for every ill. And so, right. you know, we go to a doctor, they name what we have based on a set of circum, you know, a set of symptoms, then they blame it, and then they try to tame it with a pill. But it unfortunately doesn't get to the root cause. And the way that you may experience anxiety can be very different than the way I experience anxiety, because there may be different area of my areas of my brain that may be overactive or underactive, along with um, that anxiety that's causing that anxiety. And so there's many different types of anxiety and ADHD and depression based on those areas of your brain that are out of balance. And the good news is, is that there are so many natural ways to heal and help your own brain. And 
that is, mm-hmm. I think, where we are getting to as a population, because, you know, as I had shared with you during our discovery call, unfortunately, one of our good friends last May ended up having a psychotic episode. And I believe it was because he had just changed his medication. And mm-hmm. it's a term mm-hmm. called antidepressant psychosis. And he got up mm-hmm. one Monday morning and shot and killed his 13-year-old daughter, his wife, tried to kill his 16-year-old son who got away, shot the dog, and then shot himself. And mm. you know, that's a horrific story. And yes. just also more of a reminder to me of the importance of finding and healing the root causes of what goes on in our brain so that another family and another community doesn't ever have to experience anything like that either. Right, right. Yeah, that that was uh, quite uh, traumatic and uh, certainly... I know how close you had described that you and your husband were to to that family, and uh, you know certainly our condolences go out to you. That's this this just tragic uh, to have anyone go through a situation like that and <clears throat> not be able to resolve the issues uh, before it gets to that point. Um, when when you shared that story with me. Um, as much as it hurt my heart uh, at the time, it brought back uh, a, a sense of uh, understanding for me when I was a young engineer working in, in Richmond, Virginia, for a predominantly successful uh, semiconductor company where <clears throat> a really good friend of mine uh, at the time um, was my boss. And at one point in our career, I was his boss. And uh, an unfortunate circumstance like that happened with him where he took his life. And it shook me to the core and never, never really understood um, why or what drove him to that point. And it... It still shakes me today because I love that guy so, so dearly. I mean, we were like we we're like brothers. I mean, we were like family. I mean, where else do you hear a story where you work for a guy that used to be your boss and then vice versa? He used to work for you. So to have that type of dynamic, you know, yeah. and respect and trust and integrity towards one another you know, that is, that is this, those are the type of things that people just don't hear about. And, uh, it was a horrific time. And as you can tell, I'm, I'm still a little bit choked up about it, but, uh, but this type of brain scan, these type of technology and things were, were not evolved back then. And so therefore, you know, it, it just left a big question mark and the, right. the most hurting aspect or hurtful aspect to all of this that transpired back then was the fact that how close we were as family. And uh, his wife, even to this day, she refuses to speak with me, to even talk with me, to even, you know, because she just says, every time I see you, every time 
I see an email or anything about you, it reminds me of him because you right. guys were so close together. And that in itself is, 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 is just, it rips your heart out. You know, it really rips your heart out. Yeah. But, um, and, and but yeah. The, the thing is, you don't need to have a brain scan to start healing your brain because we all sure. have some way unhealthy brains because of the world that we live in. And so mm -hmm. it's about focusing on what can you do to have the healthiest brain you have now, because your brain affects mm -hmm. your ability to focus, your decisions, your ability to process things, your thoughts, your beliefs, your mm -hmm. actions mm -hmm. that you take in the world. So by creating the environment and doing the things that you know that can help your brain, you're just going to be a better human. And when your brain is sure. healthy, it's then that much easier to help and change that mindset that may be limiting you in some ways. So, you know, in the case of your friend and you know, I'm so sorry for your loss too. There's often underlying causes and that can mm -hmm. be that he had, you know, like my friend Greg, who um, ended up harming his family, taking his family, he had had a lot of concussions. So he played mm -hmm. sports. And so sports is one great way, especially, you know, football, rugby, soccer, hockey. Sports are a great way to really damage your brain and to yep. really cause parts of your brain right. to not function at best. Diet plays a huge role. So what you mm -hmm. eat directly affects your mood. Mm -hmm. Your supplements, are you taking things that are healthy for your specific brain type? Also in our day and age, mm -hmm. it's stress. Stress is probably the number one factor right. alongside diet um, in affecting our brain's health. And so if you're not managing mm -hmm. your stress, that can then lead to all sorts of bad behaviors or coping mechanisms that can then affect your sleep. And if you're not getting enough sleep, right, your brain right. doesn't have the energy to perform at its best either. So there's really some key factors that all of us can do mm -hmm. and be conscious of to start creating a better brain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we certainly appreciate you sharing, um, all of this, um, quite insightful information, uh, particularly as it relates to our brain and the health, the healthy aspect of our overall performance and our mental state, uh, which derives to how well we actually perform um, via our mindset and our bodies. And so, Cindy, are there any final remarks that you would like to leave with our listeners that would be takeaways that folks that are listening to this segment are probably saying to themselves, well, how do I go about doing that? And what are some of the things I need to consider? And then, of course, I'd like for you to be able to share to our listeners, how can they get in contact with you if they're interested in participating in the Brain Health Coaching Academy? Sure. So I guess probably the number one takeaway or what I want to leave people with is that 
you are not stuck with the brain that you have, whether you have anxiety, depression, ADHD, OCD, PTSD, or other, you know, brain fog or other mental health, brain health conditions, the brain can change. It is very pliable and you can start doing things today that are really going to help your brain become better. So I actually have an online quiz that people can take to really get an idea of what systems in their brain are working well and what systems aren't. So it gives you a, mm-hmm. a good general idea. And it's you can simply find it at www.betterbrainquiz.com. So that's a great okay. place to start um, that I would tell your listeners to go to. And then they could check out my website um, is the betterbrainacademy.com. I have lots of resources on there and information on how to start creating a better brain. And I offer a 12 week program that's a mix of group coaching and some one on one where I do a complete brain health assessment to help create a customized treatment plan based on your brain. Because Gregory, what's going on in your brain and what's going on in my brain and what areas are balanced or unbalanced are gonna be different for each and every person. Mm So then it's a matter of doing the right kind of testing to find out how can we create a customized solution just for you. And then I I give people a formula and it's really covering six key areas, which are diet and supplements, managing your stress, sleep, Mm -hmm. exercise, knowing your numbers. So for instance, your hormones could be affecting your mental health, Um, Mm -hmm. knowing your BMI, your body mass index, your vitamin D levels. And so really getting a good idea if anything is off in your body so that you can also heal that, which then will also affect your brain. And then also the sixth one is connections. And, you know, in this day and age with the coronavirus and social distancing, we have to really be mindful of finding ways to connect because we know that isolation causes people to become depressed. We are social beings. So, you know, finding ways, whether it's wearing a mask and going out for a walk with someone, if you can, in your area, six feet apart, but getting out and socializing, Mm -hmm. really having that sense of purpose. So those are really six key pillars that I work with people on before we move on to the mindset component, because, you know, you have to have the hardware working right for the software, which is your mindset to do its job properly. Well, thank you. Thank you very much for, uh, for sharing all of that information. I, um, I certainly believe that our, <clears throat> our listening audience will, will certainly gravitate towards uh, really focusing in on some of these important attributes that you've mentioned. Um, you know, it's, it's ironic that we're in this this washing machine type of society that, that we have going on, you know, and COVID being, you know, the blanket over all of it, um, that has really required us to really look at how well we take care of ourselves and what is our mindset and what are the things that we need to do to kind of self-regulate, self, self-preservate and, and ensure that we're naturally moving in the direction that we want to go. And, 
the brain, as we've talked about, and our mindset are really key contributing factors. And you've just brought up so many great things that I've identified, you know, as as challenges. And, and really, these challenges are what makes life interesting. Overcoming these challenges is what makes life meaningful. Mm-hmm. And Obviously, there's so many of these things that are going on out there. Like I said, there's a lot of information that's being casted out there on the Internet and social media platforms and so forth and so on. I just would ask that people be aware and perform your due diligence and ensure that before you take that leap of faith, uh, ensure you do the research and do the homework and just make sure that what you are stepping into is something that is going to provide you with the fulfillment that you need. And of course, as we've talked about, it starts with the mindset. It starts with your microchip processor. It starts with the brain. It starts with the healthy aspect of making sure that that number one organ is performing to its optimum peak capacity. And so, Cindy, thank you very much. We certainly have captured uh, a lot of great wisdom from you and a lot of great knowledge and key points and value that we will carry forward from this episode. We are delighted that we have you. We've had you on board. And so to our listeners, um, as always, please maintain compassion, empathy and respect and unity and together for all. This has been episode 106 entitled Mindset. Thank you again, Sydney. And to everyone, yes, yes, thank you. And to everyone, have a nice day. Take care and bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Cut to the Chase. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Cut to the Chase. You'll also find even more great content on our website at www.k2tcpodcast.com. Thank you and catch you on the next episode.